Hello and welcome to the Student Council Podcast where we did it! I've completed my first semester at college and while I will certainly have an episode to unpack all of that in fullness, I wanted to go in class by class and really give you details, specifics about what I learned in the courses, what the general topics were about, some resources that helped me, and how the classes operate because I found that Before going to college, I didn't exactly know what college courses would be like. AP can be some good indicators, however, there's always differences, there's always new things about lectures, GSIs, and how all these programs work. So that's what we're here to talk about today. Class 1 I want to talk about is Econ 101. Let's get into it. Econ 101 is a 4 credit hour course. Now credit hours are defined at U of M as such. For each credit earned per full academic term, students are expected to receive at least one contact hour of instruction and perform at least 2-3 to hours of work outside of class each week. What that breaks down to is that for every credit hour, you need to have one hour in class and generally an extra hour or two outside of class for homework and studying. So if you had a class that met, let's say, twice a week for two hours with about four hours of homework, that's a two credit hour class. Econ 101 met three times a week for two hour and a half long discussions and one GSI led discussion section. My hour and a half lectures were on Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and were in a lecture hall of about two to 300 people. That is definitely the biggest class I've ever been in as a student so far, and it certainly had its pros and cons to it. If you're into courses where you just kind of want to go and take the notes and learn the content, lectures are great for that. You're not really responding to a lot of questions. You can if the professor asks one. However, there's so many people there that usually, you know, one out of 300 people answers a question. Again, it's a course there to really learn the content and take the notes and absorb that content in with a couple of review questions. However, that more comes from the discussion section and the weekly homeworks. Now, what did we learn in the course? This was a general introduction to macroeconomics. The biggest things we worked on were like different market forces, learning a lot of the jargon at the beginning. We spent a lot of time with graphs and finding the equilibrium among supply and demand curves and looked at things in between, both more in the math and formulaic world and more of the competitor thinking about how things complement and supplement each other. I have to say, in my case, the GSI discussions were nice. It was a lot of going over material that was put on the website. So you basically have five to 10 minutes to answer a question. These are longer questions. I would refer to them as LEQs or SAQs, short answer questions or long answer questions on AP exams. They felt in that vein where you have one initial prompt and like part A, part B, part C, part D. The homework mirrored similar to that. Our homework was just a weekly homework assignment worth about 10 points, I believe, with about five-ish questions on it, so about two points a question that were graded by the GSI, and you could get feedback if you wanted to from the GSI in discussion. Otherwise, the grade was made up of three exams, two midterms, and a final, which were each about 25% of the grade, with moments for extra credit throughout, whether you answered questions in the lecture through iClicker, which is a question-answering device. It's basically an econ. It is a remote where you click A, B, C, D, or E, and you can answer questions corresponding to the board. Most other courses use it as an app, also used for attendance. However, Econ, you had to actually go and buy the physical remote. Now, I know that you can buy the physical remotes in college tech shops. That's where I bought mine, and I thought that was great. However, I know the students were also selling them for a cheaper price. Now, I want to go back to this class being a very large lecture-style course. This was the first time I've been plunged into a course like that, and it definitely had a couple drawbacks. I want to say, first of all, unfortunately, the room had no windows, which was tough. But more than that, it had kind of what looked like windows, generally like a rectangle with a half moon on top and then like the cross sections of where windows would be that were entirely black. That must have been just there for aesthetics over. It gave me a weird vibe every time I walked in there at 10 in the morning that it was dark outside. 
Maybe that was just me. However, it definitely made a little bit of an impact. I think it's just an unfortunate consequence sometimes of rooms that don't have windows. I just bring that up to say that yes, it can be a struggle. However, you can get through it because you kind of just have to in some of these situations. Now, I feel like finding people in lecture really helped me make the class big into small. And it gave me something to look forward to in the morning where I was like, oh, I get to go sit next to this person and talk to them. It's a really nice thing to have in a lecture course like that. And with that, I wanna say that Yes, it might be a little bit nerve-wracking to say hi to the person next to you or somebody in the course, but just do it. More likely than not, especially if they're not sitting with somebody, they would also probably like to be sitting with somebody or know somebody in a lecture course like this. So I recommend reaching out, say hi, introduce yourself. You may not be besties with everybody in your 300-person lecture, but maybe you'll find somebody who you can groove with for the course and you can help out each other and learn and quiz each other and just have somebody to look forward to in lecture. Now, one thing I will really say with this course that I regrettably, if I could go back and do one thing better, it would be the reading. It's the most cliche thing to say about college courses, but for the love of all things, do the reading. I think if I could go back, I would treat the reading as pre-review for the lecture and just let the lecture be a moment for me to review all of the content and let it all further sink in. I think the one thing I wish I could have had in this course was a little bit more of an awareness of the content and a little bit more practice with it. There's certainly opportunities to practice like on the Canvas page. However, I just really think that further practice with the material and with the content would help me better retain stuff that would better come back for the exams. Beyond doing the reading, the other cliche that I'm going to implore to you is to go to office hours more. I'll go during exam season and they would put a practice exam on the Canvas page that I would then do and then you could go to office hours and basically ask all the questions with it. And I think that really helped was just getting to here the professors or more the GSIs really talk about these questions and talk about the exams. I think that when I really did that and did that in advance, I did better on the exams. The last thing I would say is really prepare for the exams earlier than you think. Give yourself a week or two weeks. The moment that they start talking about it in class, that heads up, it's coming, just start practicing for it. Start doing some of the review. I think that there was a trove of resources in the Canvas site that I didn't really get to and I would definitely, if I could do this over again, go back and review a lot more and a lot heavier than I did as a first year, first semester student. I don't have a lot of regrets with the course. I am satisfied with the grade that I got given everything going on. I think that as a first year college student, be remarkably proud of the first semester that you had, kind of regardless of the outcome. We made it through and that is something to be very proud of. The last thing I would say are the resources aside from the Canvas page that I found helpful to me was the Crash Course Economic series of videos and then Jacob Clifford's videos, who is one of the hosts of Crash Course Econ, were both really good tools for me in the class for outside supplemental resources. They were videos and they were quick and that's really how I learned. Obviously, everybody learns differently. Obviously, none of this advice might apply to you, but I want to throw it all out there in case something might stick. So any of the resources like the Crash Courses will be linked in the description. Last note, I did not take AP Econ, so I could not compare the two. Those in my course who did take AP Econ seem to have a better experience learning the content. The way that my high school did it, you were a freshman when you took Econ, so it had been a little while since I had had review with the content. Although I still feel like the foundation that I had helped me to understand some things and think about Econ. That is all I have for today. I'm excited to dive into the rest of the courses I took this semester. You'll be hearing me talk about sociology, comparative literature, statistics, and then business courses later down the line. The one business course I took first semester carries into semester two. So I feel like it'll be better for me to go over all of that together, maybe with a professor, possibly sort of for the rest of these classes. I'm gonna shoot for a couple of them. So we'll see about how all that goes. That is your brief overview of a college first year economics course 
Anyways, this has been Carter Dvorak from the Student Council reminding you, you are qualified to talk about your own experiences. I hope you have the best of luck and the best of times in all of your educational endeavors. The Student Council is adjourned.